How did Soul get that far down the list? Is the CGI worse than Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian? Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no, it no, it's not. It Just go and watch the documentary Apollo 11 instead, and you'll have a much better time. Oh, that's a, that's a terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible opinion. Hello and welcome to Every Movie Ranked, brought to you by the Angry Microwave on this show. What we do, it says it in the title, doesn't it? Uh, we are trying to rank every movie ever made. Um, it's a collaborative effort. And it's going wrong already, but we'll discuss that in a second. Uh, I'm Brad. With me, as always, is Callum. And is that a special guest I see, Callum? It is. It's Cameron Howe from Ohio Films. Hello, Cameron. Hi, how's it going? I'm good, thanks. How, um, what do you think of the format? I've tried to rank every single film. I think you're insane. Um, <laughs> and that's the only kind of word to describe you all. The insane. <laughs> but yeah, so I've um, gone... Take it away, Brad, if you want to explain what we do well, at the end of the show. Well, if you think we're insane just for the concept of the show, I think we realised quite early on, especially more so when we have guests on, um, <laughs> the more voices we have, uh, I think the more combative um, the, the efforts are um, when we're trying to pitch where we think a movie should be in our list. At the moment, we have about, well, we have 14 films on the list. And Cameron, you haven't seen this list yet, have you? Nope. Um, now, what we like to do is when a guest comes on the show, we give you the power to move one film um, up or down one place in the list. Um, so basically, um, I think I know where you're going to go um, with your power here. Um, just bear in mind that if you see something you don't like, it's probably because we've had differing opinions, most likely with a guest, but we'll go through that shortly. So, um, Callum, shall we show Cameron the, um, the the top 14 films of all time? Okay, so this is the list. Brad, do you want to run through? Yeah, so um, the bottom half of the list, we've got 14 films at the moment. Um, from 14 to 8, we have Hubie Halloween, Zombieland Double Tap, First Man, The Kid Who Would Be King, Batman and Robin, Ready Player One, and El Camino. Um, at the top half, we've got Midsummer, Soul, The Meg at five, <laughs> Happy Death Day at four, Wayne's World at three, uh, School of Rock at two, and Mission Impossible Fallout as the greatest movie of all time at the moment. Cameron, what are you thinking? <laughs> what the hell happened? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what, what, what's your mind going towards? What are you thinking? Uh, uh, just first man being so low. That's one of the. It's one of the main one screaming at me um i love school of rock and i love mission impossible fallout okay. i don't know if they're cool. their top two material for the greatest movies of all time but first man being so i really want to know what happened there <laughs> well actually i can tell you what happened don't blame but, me okay so um, don't really no, blame no, me i will blame you because basically <laughs> uh we like to let the um the, the guests pick one or two movies um when they when they come on the show first man was one of the movies that was suggested to us on last week's show um and i hadn't seen it before and i actually really liked it and then callum jumped in with his uh, one minute un uh, uninterrupted and said this needs to be down the bottom this just is go and watch apollo 11 just go and watch the documentary apollo 11 instead and you'll have a much better time oh that's a that's a terrible terrible <laughs> terrible opinion that's maybe one of the worst opinions i've heard Oh. Uh, so what do you make of the rest of the um of the list there uh cameron what are you what are you what are you thinking is or or is the first man the one that you're going to um you going i think to well do i only get to move up one place yes is that yeah one film by one place so that's the that's the thing like i would i think soul is obviously better than the meg but i wouldn't <laughs> waste i wouldn't waste my power here on uh moving it mo like not moving first man because 
first man is so low and it should be much higher than this. And I hope more guests that come on just make the attempt to move that up further. So yeah, I would move first man to 11, but I would also move soul. If I had the power to just do what I wanted, I'd move soul up a couple spots. Um, yeah, that, but apart from that, it's a pretty solid looking list so far. <laughs> okay, um, so... Now, Callum and I were saying this on the previous show where we feel like the obviously it's such a strange um, list because we've got movies that are at the top which I think are, are just world class movies that I think will be up there for a long time to come and at the bottom we have absolute trash but in the middle <laughs> it's just such a, a cluster of of movies that you know I think do split opinion um, well such as First Man because like I said I liked that movie and thank you for correcting Callan on his incorrect <laughs> opinion there I will correct that opinion yeah. all day long that is just <laughs> atrocious I but love just... Apollo 11 as well though I thought Apollo 11 was amazing but at the same First Man is just brilliant on another level yeah it's not, it's not a bad film the problem <laughs> is, is that so far all the films are basically like three and a half star films and above we, we, <laughs> apart from Shuby Halloween is like the only bad film we have on this list so far well, I, I think First Man probably better than Three and a Half Stars, though. That's how much I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. But I was I was bullied out of it, Cameron, so thanks for having my side on this one. I think <laughs> we're going to get on just fine. Um, so should we uh, take a look at the list, or should we go straight into the first film of the day? Um, let's go straight into the first film. So, okay, so the first film of the day, we have The Personal History of David Copperfield. Uh, Callum, why don't you take your, uh, your minute first? Okay. So this is one of the films where I think my kind of experience of the film was hindered by the way I saw it. I saw it at London Film Festival, clang, and it was the worst experience I've ever had. Somebody brought their newborn child and two other kids and gave them iPads and they were sat with their iPads really loudly playing it at a film festival. And everyone was just tutting, but nobody was doing anything. It was awful. So there's my kind of disclaimer. But I did not enjoy this film. Like, it just seemed like all the different actors were on different wavelengths in their performance. And it just seemed so, like, over the place. Like, P Peter Capaldi was great. Like, it was just, but it was just all so over the place. And I, wa I wasn't, it felt like some of them were in, like, a comedy. Some of them were in, like, a serious, like, drama. Some of them were in, like, a Lifetime movie. It was just all over the place for me. So, yeah, like, this is definitely in the lower quadrant of our list for me. Like, I just didn't enjoy this film at all. And I love The Death of Stalin, so I was quite surprised that this time was... Callum, Callum, your role, son. Two minutes <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, why don't we go over to uh, Cameron next? I'm interested to see what he has to say about this one. I'm, I'm, I'll am i finish off with what you were saying, because I love The Death of Stalin as well, but I really did not enjoy David Copperfield whatsoever. It was just, I, I find it so tedious and boring um, as well. Like, it was just, just so it was like missing like the oomph of like in the loop and um death of stalin there was none of that which i was kind of hope maybe that's why i didn't enjoy it so much because i was hoping more for you know death of stalin in the loop kind of stuff but yeah pierre capaldi was great it was just so ugh, you know it's just really rubbed me the wrong way um but yeah i don't even have i can fill the next 20 <laughs> seconds because it's just such a meh film to me i watched it last night and uh, on Amazon Prime, and I was like, this was much worse than I remember, which is saying something because I really didn't enjoy it in the cinemas. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, when someone doesn't use up a full minute, you know that they really don't like a film. <laughs> um, so I would actually go further um, from what you two just said. I, I would say it's actively a, a dull, um, bland film. Um, I, I think 
uh, Peter Capaldi was was okay. I think he was it was entertaining enough, but it wasn't enough to save anything that was surrounding him. Um, I did. There's, there's only one thing that I enjoy about this movie, and that was Hugh Laurie. Um, I thought he was good, um, but again, I. I don't even know what it was trying to be. I don't know what genre it was trying to be. I don't know if it was trying to be funny because I didn't particularly laugh. Um, I, I just don't know what it was trying to um, trying to go for. I didn't find it engaging. Um, and I do some. I did something in this um, film that I I hate doing, but I I checked how long was left. Um, and I was in the cinema, so I had to check my watch. And I was that guy who had his, his watch light up in the cinema. But I I just didn't have a nice time. And I, it's definitely going to be in the lower lower part of the uh, list. Mrs. Tilda Swinton, right? If I remember rightly, oh, but you hate yes, her. Yes, it does. She ruins every film that she's yeah. in. She she just appears and just ruins films. Like, uh, I honestly, I don't know what she's doing. I don't doing think at the that's moment. true, but I you mean, have a you have a real special place in your. I mean, the dead don't die. She could, like that 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 film was okay until she came into it, and then it just nosedived in the dead don't die. And then, oh, and Dead Don't Die. That's like, don't get me started on that, man. That's that's an, an atrocious is, film. I absolutely love Adam Driver, so I, I give that film way too much grace and what it probably <laughs> deserves. But um, yeah, like I, yeah, I, I, I do feel like everyone was just so over the place in this film. Like it did not feel consistent, and not even in a wacky way. Like where oh, that was what they were going for. It didn't even feel like that. It just felt like it had no voice behind it as well. It's kind of that's what... that's exactly it. I I didn't know what they were trying to go for because I don't think they actually knew. Um, I, I don't think it's engaging enough. I don't think it's funny enough. I don't think it's dramatic enough to to be compelling in any way, shape, or form. And if we're going to take a look, look at the list, it's definitely below First Man. And I'm pretty sure Cameron's got my back on that one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely below First Man. I haven't seen the kid who would be king, so I can't judge that. Um, but I I think it's Zombieland double tap levels of meh. Yeah, um, I I think it's above Shubi Halloween but below Zombieland, which is kind of mad. Like, well, as a person who enjoys Zombieland, who enjoyed Zombieland double tap and enjoyed Shubi Halloween, like just not like a made not like five star films, but I enjoyed them. I would say it's worse than both those. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. So so we've got a contender for worse than Shubi Halloween. Okay, I never thought this would happen this quickly. <laughs> okay, the one the one thing that I'd say about Hubie Halloween, okay, is that at least they knew what they were going for. It wasn't my humour. It wasn't really something that I enjoy. And, but Callum and I have both said that we find um, Adam Sandler's um, performance in that insulting, but we don't know who to. Um, <laughs> but uh, but at, at least it kind of... Felt I, consistent. I knew what it was trying to go for. I think with a comedy, like specifically, I think you kind of have to appreciate that it may not be like for you i just i don't know who this film is for i don't know who it's for it's for like so... people in their 60s i think because <laughs> that was the when i went to go and see it the senior world that was who was there was people in their 60s it was just yeah. sort of like but i don't even... know it's, it's based on a charles dickens novel isn't it it's like yeah, yeah so it's kind of aiming for that but also who's wanting the com is that a comedy in term in like i, I was so material? surprised that people were coming out saying it's a comedy but like even the release of this film felt like Disney slash Fox didn't really care. Like, mm. I think it came out in the US like a year and a half, or like a full year after, like it premiered. It came out the during UK. the pandemic. It was supposed to come out this year. It was supposed to, yeah, it came out this year, but in the pandemic, so it just dropped it on like iTunes or something. So. Literally, it was just like, fuck this. <laughs> we don't know what to do with this film. Yeah. So, so, so would you pull it? So, Cameron, you pull it 
um, below Hubie Halloween? You put it at I the think bottom so. of the list. I think I would put it at the bottom of the list. But I have a special, pl- I have a special hatred for this movie. So I had to, yeah. Like, <laughs> kicked off 2020 in the worst way for me like <laughs> I, I i really would never want to watch this film again like i wouldn't mind watching Shibi halloween as a thing in the background if it was on like tv which it never would be it's on netflix but like if it was on tv okay if this was on tv i would actively turn it off even if i wasn't watching it <laughs> i would stop somebody else from experiencing the pain and dullness that i found with this no, for, for me, and I don't mean any insult here, Cameron, because I don't know the reasons why you enjoyed Hubie Halloween. <laughs> but for me, I think, you know, I, I think it's sim- Hubie Halloween is at least like Batman and Robin, where if you're not laughing with it, you can kind of laugh at it at points. I can't even do that. This is the worst kind of bad movie mm-hmm. where it's just not engaging in any way. Um, and so... Spoiler alert, I've just chucked it at the bottom of the list. That's where it is. It's it's fifteenth out of fifteen. Very exciting. But would it be wow. there for long? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> so should we go and take a look at the list now? Yes, that's. Oh, I'll try to segue into the next movie as well. Oh, that was a great segue. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so uh, there it is at the bottom of the list there, below Hubie Halloween, which I thought would be down at the bottom for a long time to come. Um, well, you know what? But... This film's also got a really long title, which is going to mess up my graphics eventually. So thanks for that. <laughs> Bloody hell. Okay, the next film we're going to be talking about is Gemini Man. Um, now, Callum hasn't seen this movie. Uh, I'll, I'll take the lead um, first. You jammy fucker, Callum. Right. So <laughs> we both we were messaging yesterday, okay, saying, saying, okay, I haven't seen Gemini Man. Shall we swap it out? And he said, No, I haven't seen it either. We'll watch it tonight and we'll talk about it. We'll keep it in. He's he's done me the dirty here. He hasn't seen the movie. It's a right? one for one with the kid who would be king. It's but fine. No, no, no. I guarantee you, I haven't seen the kid who would be king, obviously, but this is worse than that. This is worse than that. The last scene. Right in the movie, spoiler alert, no one gives a shit, no one watched it anyway. Right? <laughs> you can't have a, a fully CGI. Now I realize why most of the film took place in the dark is because as soon as you put this character <laughs> in the daylight, it was atrocious. I've seen PS2 graphics that are better than this. Anyway, this was written by one of the guys that was going to write Star Wars, David Benioff, the, who did. Um, who did Game of Thrones? I, I cut, I'm angry. I didn't even say anything of note there. I'm angry. <laughs> Okay, camera. Um, I've seen this film three times. Um, and uh, once was because I thought it was going to be in high... I, I only kind of watched this film because of Ang Lee, who directed it. Uh, he did like The Life of Pi, um, the bad Hulk movie, but not the worst Hulk movie. <laughs> who knows? It's up for debate. Um, and it's, um, somehow, and Billy Lynn's ha- Halftime Walk, and he, did, he made this movie in 120 frames per second. And that was one of the interests I had towards this movie. Was, it wasn't the action or whatever, it was the fact that it was shot in 120 frames per second. I bought the 4K Blu-ray oh, just no, to man. see it in, just to see it in, um, in oh. 120 <laughs> frames per second. Not 120, 60 frames per second. And let me tell you, it looks so strange so like imagine the way you saw it but like weirder that's how that's how it so it just gives everything this weird uncinematic just tint to it so everything feels un, like everything feels too real but not real enough and it's just the it's just so weird but i had fun i know i've run out of time but i had i, I kind of find that the action scene is quite fun so uh, so brad <laughs> i so i will ask a few questions about this film as i've not seen it first of all is the cgi worse than luke skywalker in the mandalorian <laughs> Yeah. 
No, 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 <laughs> no, it's not. It is, it is, it is. And I'll tell you, in, at parts it is, and I'll tell you why. It's, the reason I think that is because there are moments in this film, specifically when he's having, um, the characters having conversations with, um, with, um, I forgot his name, I love him to bits, I can't remember now. He does the betting. Clive Owen. Thank you, yeah, Clive Owen. Um, he, when, he, when the character's standing still, he looks really good. He does. He looks really good. And so I was actually surprised by that because people were moaning about the CGI in this film because you know, that's one of the reasons that put me off watching it because like, it's almost two hours long. I can't put over two hours of something that didn't work. Like I'm not going to waste my money on that. But it, at parts, it looks good. But the action sequences, when they're riding around on bikes or when they're running across rooftops, it it just doesn't flow. And what I'd say about the the... Um, the FPS I think even when you convert it down to when I was watching it on Sky on, in 24 frames a second it looks like a lifetime movie because mm-hmm. it that it just doesn't it doesn't feel right and I don't understand why they carry on doing it it didn't work for The Hobbit when they shot that in 60 frames a second it didn't work in Mulan when they shot that in 60 frames per second why did I think shooting it in 120 frames per second would work it just doesn't feel with Nobody's nobody's asking for 60 frames per second movies I don't there's literally nobody out there asking for it like I find it kind of cool, but just from like a weird nerdy perspective on like just just kind of like that. That's why I was kind of curious to see it. I was in London when it came out and I was gutted that they were using the Dolby Cinema in London for the film festival when I was there because I really wanted to see it in like 120 frames in a Dolby Cinema. Oh, Gemini Man was not at the film festival. (laughs) No, it wasn't actually, but um, (laughs) who'd have have thought? Uh, (laughs) So yeah, I was was gutted by that. But uh, yeah, I disagree that the CGI is bad all the time i think the worst scene is the broad daylight scene at the very end um because i think that must have been in reshoots or something that must have been like done like we've got a month left that must have been the worst because i think he looks quite good on the bike most of it's in the darkness so you can barely see a thing anyway (laughs) so do they conveniently put helmets on when they're on the bike so they haven't got a cgi no 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 actually they don't no surprising (laughs) no one one thing i will say um it probably it probably is it is better than than Luke Skywalker. I was just annoyed by it because I <laughs> yeah. it didn't it didn't bother me until that last sequence. And literally, I finished watching this film ten minutes before we started recording this, and I think that's why it's it's still raw because I felt like I, it it let me down. Cameron is what happened. Nah. There. Um, one thing I will say about this film, actually, even though I I just found the 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 plot just so all over the place. One in my notes, I've put <laughs> younger. Um, Will Smith did a good performance in the younger version of him, but it, he didn't perform, did he? That isn't a performance. Like, well, the, is Gollum a performance? You know, is that oh. like a, you know? Well, how like how did they how did they shoot the younger? I'm version? pretty sure they just de-aged them. I'm pretty no. sure it's like, is it not? Is it not just Will Smith? They did like the body double thing, you know, in Captain America, uh, the first Avenger, where they had like a mini person play Steve before he got the <laughs> the injection, <laughs> and person. then. Uh, well, no, I don't know. This, like he was like a, a scrawny I'm, I'm man. Really sure. This is fully CG. I don't think it was a case of they replaced him. Apart from no, he's not a fully like he is a guy. There's a guy there. Okay, in just... this case, I I appreciate it a lot less because it, the <laughs> the whole face swap has been done a lot better, and it was done a lot better ten years ago in the social network. Um, if that's just, the case, this was just a novelty film. Like if they, oh yeah, if they if they recast Will Smith and put somebody else in it, would this film be even more trash? Like, like Looper, because no, Will Smith doesn't ed- it doesn't save it. That's what I was thinking about when I watched it again t- today. Was the fact that I love Will Smith in almost anything, 
Mm. And he just, he's like got this like charisma. I just can't, just, I just love him in it. But he doesn't have it in this. He just loses every like inch of charisma Will Smith has. So he just becomes another bland character. You know, this film, you know, this film looks like it looks like the kind of film you see in a movie game like Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) It's what this movie looks like. That they've just (laughs) taken like the piss. It's like a parody film, like just some generic action film. May as well be. But yeah, okay, should we, should we have a look at my list and see where it goes? This is definitely filling up the bottom half of his list today. <laughs> so, Sorry, I was, I was literally just reading an article then. Is it, I'm pretty sure it was just a virtual face. <laughs> is it just, well, that's what I mean, is it just, I, I didn't think, I thought the face was, the face, the, they put, they did like one scene where he was in it and then another scene where he where it was Will Smith. Like, well, they did, like, a different man. Well, they might have done the Irishman know. thing where they basically yeah. rebuilt the face over, I think. That, like, something like that. I don't know. Does anyone care? Way, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but sometimes the, the, the film the film works. And to be honest, there are scenes where it sticks out like a sore thumb. And there are scenes where I'm like, I, I just forget. And I think for that reason, it's, it's not as bad as what I was made to believe that it was going to be because it doesn't fall as short of expectations as what I thought it was going to, if that makes sense. Um, the, the plot is all over the place. Um, is it a good action movie? I mean, it's almost one long action movie. I mean, you can't take that away from it. Um, and um, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, I think is actually underused because I think she's great anyway. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It was just a bit of nothing, but it's less of nothing than what David Copperfield is. <laughs> so, I don't know. What do you I think, would, Cameron? I would, I'm, I'm kind of tempted. I didn't like Ready Player One, but I've not seen El Camino, so I can't comment on that. <laughs> um, so I would, I'm honestly thinking like eight. Like that's where I'm at. Because it's like, <laughs> you think it's better, better than on... the first man? <laughs> Well, that's the that's the issue is that I have to now go. Well, you put first man solo, but I also don't like Ready Player One at all. So I'm also I'm just kind of like, do I stop it where like the first time I like shows up, or do I just keep going until I get to something like till I get to something I really like? I've, I don't think it's better than First Man. I haven't seen this film, but surely it can't be better than Ready Player One. Ready Player One's a masterpiece. It oh, literally well, is. It looks like okay. No, it, 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 I'll rephrase that. It's a good film in a cinema, is what I should say. Well, in the right circumstances, I saw I watched Gemini Man in my little home cinema set up uh, with my family, and we really like enjoyed it for like because the bike sequence is great. I thought like that the scene in I don't even know where they are like some just <laughs> place like some <laughs> European place or whatever. I don't know. And there's a bike, a really great bike chase through that, and like a uh, a good shootout as well, where he like he shoots a grenade off of like a like he shoots a grenade midair and shoots it back at him, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. It's like it's a great fun time, but I don't. I didn't like Ready, Ready Player One. Rubs me the wrong way. So, no, so I'm 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 with Cameron. I actively like despise Ready Player One. I don't like that film at all. And if I had to watch either this or Ready Player One, I'd watch this again. And I watched this today, oh and God. I'd watch this again. What um, is going on? So for me, I'd put it. I'd put it below Batman and Robin because that's a love that movie don't even care what anyone says um i I can have fun with batman and robin um first man is a good film um it's becoming more and more obvious that first man should not be that far down the list really shouldn't it's really it's really hurting the entire format i have to say (laughs) it's like 
<laughs> okay, right. You saying Batman and Robin is a is a wor- no is a yeah is a worse film than First Man? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all saying that, are we not? Okay, I personally would put Gemini Man just because. Even though First Man is too far down the list, it's better than Ready Player One. I think Ready Player One needs bringing down the list more than what First Man needs bringing up the list, which actually I'm pretty sure that's what Cameron said at the top of the show anyway. Well, yeah. he, he had an opportunity to change it and he didn't, so that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? Uh, would you be happy, Cameron, to put this uh, below El Camino and above Ready Player One? Happily. I think that's exactly where it well, deserves to be. I think we just need to kind of give up on First Man. I think First Man needs to be just left at sea now. It's, it is where it is. You've got to kind of move on from it, unfortunately, which shouldn't be the case. It should be much higher, but well, you've just, just got to kind of move on. Just to entice you to come back on the show, Cameron, when we hit 20 films, <laughs> I guess we'll have the opportunity to move films up or down two spaces on the list. So if it does bother you that much, feel free to come I'm, back on the I'm show. I'm coming back. <laughs> That's <laughs> the case. Come back every week until it's near the top. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so shall we take a look at the updated list, Callum? Um, so there we go. We've got Gemini Man there in the top 10 movies of all time. Wow. <laughs> There's me saying when I started talking about this film that this film pissed me off. But I really, I, I, you know, I wish I saw this film now because I it totally should not be above Ready Player One, but it is what it is. But I'd say the same about Ready Player One as what I said about um, about uh, no, I was talking about Ready Player One, wasn't I? No, sorry, about uh, the personal history of David Copperfield. Is that it's just a, a, a nothing. In fact, no, David Copperfield didn't bother me. Ready Play One actively felt like it wasted my time. I just did not like that film at all. Um, and there are scenes in this film, even though um, I did have a problem with some of the CGI and I did have a problem with the storytelling, there are action sequences that keep you entertained enough that I didn't switch it off. I could have lied about watching the film. Um, but you know. Well, wouldn't we all love a second referendum? But clearly that's not allowed in this day and age. <laughs> Okay, so a slight change of pace. Now we're going to be talking about Room. Um, Cameron, why don't you start us off with this one? Okay. I absolutely adore Room. Room is probably one of my favourite films. It's just magnificent. I think I don't cry a lot of movies, but like the scene where they leave, where they, because they uh, it's split into two halves. One half is when they're in the room and the other half is them kind of adjusting to being out of the room. But there's a, there's a sequence right directly in the middle of the film where they get out of the room and it's this kid just experiencing and just being overwhelmed by the world for the first time and it's just it just it's just amazing brie larson's performance my god the the academy award that year was very well deserved i have to say i wouldn't actively follow the other films that were available i think it was well before when i really got into movies but it just blows blows me away every single time i love room actively just the way it's shot the story it's just so good i can't go i just love it uh yeah i'm i'm running i'm running out of things to say because i know i've got five seconds and my brain's going mental but yeah real arson's amazing it's jacob tremblay's amazing woohoo room who's next Callum? um i'll go if that's cool go on. yeah um i totally agree with everything cameron said um i, I went into this film i think it was uh, like a limited screening and i had no idea what this film was at this time and I went in, and I was so pleasantly shocked. So spoilers for a room, but um, that they actually escape 
like the room. I was really shocked by that by that happening, and that made the film so much stronger. Because naturally, I thought, oh, so it's going to end and they escape room, and then that's it. But it, the film is so much more powerful by having that whole journey of like the aftermath of what they went through. Um, Jacob Tremblay, I feel like he's going to be like a DiCaprio at some point, like like acting at that age. This film could have been ruined so quickly if they didn't cast the kid right. But like Brie Larson and Jacob Tremblay, like they both should have been up for like lead actors for Oscars because both of them were amazing. Um, yeah, it's just so good. Like even William um, H. Macy, I think is his name, who, who plays Brie Larson's dad. Um, just it's it's so good and it like it, yeah I just love this film so much it's a masterpiece but yeah Brad okay. uh, this film's awful no I'm joking it's great <laughs> I I, like, I, I uh, I'm I'm gonna say it now um, I I think it goes above Wayne's World it goes straight into number three for me um, I know Wayne's World is a is a classic but Cam and I were talking on this show um, uh, the the other week or a couple of episodes ago and sometimes i think we have to judge the film based on like how strong they are for their genre for example so for me this is a, a far superior drama than what wayne's world is a comedy for me personally um i i love it i love the break from the the classic um three-act structure it's it's perfectly split down the middle like you say and everything that takes place in room is it just honestly it just hits you right in the heart and it hits you in the gut and then i think it only gets stronger um you know and just to see that contrast but i, th I think uh, jacob tremblay now is is a dicaprio I, th I do think he's phenomenal uh, but brie larson full of, uh, flawless in this it's been a very like unanimous kind of like episode this like it is it's honestly it's so strong it's just and i think the thing that i enjoy about this is a character piece and and a lot more at the same time and i just thought yeah the whole thing was just written so well and it was yeah so where where would it fit in the list for you um so, oh, so i i agree with it's above wayne's world so it's basically whether it's going for number one number two or number three and it's well, really hard it's very could, difficult <laughs> yeah it's, it's like the first time we've had like a drama kind of in here so it makes it really hard to do i don't know Oh, but again, that's just another like backhand to first man Callum. what are you on about we've got a drama <laughs> in here and it's a great drama um, i feel like it should be above school of rock but a below mission impossible fallout just but but, but they're so this films are so different yeah that's the, they're, the, they're like the most different films you can get <laughs> um at one at like number one in there oh my god that's very difficult because i love fallout i would be tempted to, to put it at number one personally i think but it's one of my favorites so um yeah but i i i i think i think it's a better movie than fallout as good as fallout is and i have a big soft spot for school of rock but it's a better movie they are so. literally opposites i mentioned possible yeah. it, it is like like gigantic world action film and then room is literally a, a basement with two characters acting the shit out of it so but does Jacob Tremblay cock his wrists when he's reloading his muscle? <laughs> yeah. no, does he do that? No, he doesn't. Um, I don't know. I, I think Fallout is one of the, the best action movies of all time. I adore that movie um, and I still adore that movie. I've watched, I've probably watched it every year since it came out, although it came out three years ago, so that's not saying much. Um, I don't know. Um, it's 
what has more flaws, this or Fallout? I guess that's what it comes down to. Um, I don't think either of them have too many in the way of flaws, but I don't know if there's anything in this that I could possibly change. Like, even to this day... There's no devil's argument for this. It makes, it makes it a really boring film to talk about. <laughs> um, but, but, like, from when, when they uh, go back to, to visit Rome to when he's in the back of the truck and he's looking for the signposts, like, there are images that, even though I watched this film years ago, that stay with me because that's how much, you know, it hit. Um, I... It is definitely above Wayne's World. Uh, I'm, what did you say about Squad of Rock, Callum? Would you say it's above Squad of Rock? Because I know that's a, that's near and dear to your heart, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't I don't think I can really compare the two. It sounds so stupid. Like, School of Rock is perfect. It's a fun film. But but, but again, there, there are flaws in School of Rock, as much as I don't like to admit that. But, like, I don't that's know. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's above School of Rock. It's number one and number two for me. Okay. I, I I would prefer Mission Impossible Fallout to stay number one. So I, I would pitch. Oh, <laughs> it's happened again. Braz now got to decide. Every, <laughs> every week. Yeah, I mean, for, I mean, for me, Fallout and then Room. But um, they're, they're both so close. I, I would, I would be happily take it as number one. I wouldn't hold a grudge. The thing is, I can't even do the classic what would I rather watch if I had to watch one right now. Room's not a film that I could watch during a pandemic. It would depress me too much. <laughs> um, I, but it's it's just so... It's just phenomenal. It's such a good drama. But again, like Fallout is is generally one of my favourite movies of all time. Um, it's such a scumbag for passing this over to me, <laughs> Callum. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brie Larson. Both of them, like... Academy Award winning Brie Larson for this, you know, it's, it's well deserved. <laughs> it's so difficult because they are so different. Um, so it, back to you for a second, uh, Cameron, you're, you're quite set on this being number one, right? I think so. I, I love <laughs> Fallout. Um, I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat where it's kind of, it's, it's, it's tearing me apart a little bit, but at the same time, I think this is a different level in terms of just, I don't know. It just sets a different kind of, it's a different genre completely, but it's a different, I think it's a different level of film life because it's, it's, I don't know, it's more serious, but then I get, I'm more, I'm also an advocate for big, I love a big popcorn flick. You know, I, I'm a big fan of that and I don't want to say like, oh, this is much better because it's much more artistic and that I don't want to be that guy. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I can't think of any of our arguments, but at number one, so <laughs> just have to deliver that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say number one for Room. Okay. You know, okay. I'm going to put this at number one. And I'll put it at number one because I think there's enough in this film. Um, just pure down, purely down to the, the story beats and how it is basically a film in two halves. Um, I've, I think it's, it's fresh enough and it's original enough in its execution. Um, and by that, I mean, I, I don't think I've actually felt like this in a movie in a very long time um fallout i, I absolutely adore it i i still think that that fallout should be up there for a long time to come um but yeah i don't know i think <laughs> i'm having a tough time with this <laughs> It's going number one. It's going number one. Oh, wow. We're doing it. That's, that's exciting. We're doing number one. We'll, we'll lock it in. Again, I, I love Mission Impossible, but for me, 
if we're talking about could they have made this film any better no mission impossible fallout i'd probably say the same thing um but it's it's a close it's it's a queen mm. having joint first is that a thing no, <laughs> that's cheating, I, isn't it? I think that definitely <laughs> makes a flaw in our format if you start having that happening. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it is just such a good movie, though. It is, it is just such a, a good film. And I think the, the job of a drama is to provoke emotion. That's exactly what, what this film did. And, yeah, I mean, it, everyone talks about um, young Jacob Tremblay, but Brie Larson, for me, absolutely just is, is heartbreaking in this film. Uh, and it's just so real and authentic and there's just some just some raw talent on display both behind the camera and in front of the camera that i think it just edges mission impossible fallout okay so we've got a new leader should we go and take a look at their scoreboards let's go take a look okay so we've got a new number one and we've got a, a new bottom of the pile on this um on this list actually wasn't expecting that to happen um so let's go from 17 through to one we've got at the bottom the the personal history of who cares uh at 16 we've got hubie halloween at 15 zombieland double tap at 14 the kid who would be king followed by first man much to cameron's disgust um <laughs> that, that is edged out by batman and robin which started off as a joke but now it is starting to irritate me slightly that it is above first man um and then further up list we have um ready player one which is still up there good lord um gemini man is at number 10 al camino at number nine coming in at eight is midsummer Seven is Soul, at six is The Meg, and the top five, the top five, uh, just to clarify, Cameron, The Meg was not our decision. Uh, oh, wow. five, we have Happy Death Day, at four we have Wayne's World, at three we have School of Rock, and then what was number one, Mission Impossible Fallout, has now gone down to number two, with the new number one being The Fantastic Room. I have, a, I just have a quick question, just because I know where, I know what I meant to, I meant to ask this how did Soul get that far down the list? Okay. It's just... <laughs> so, okay. We, me and Brad were in the exact same position. We came in thinking it was going to go number one. And then um, our friend and hopefully regular guest, David Hall, came on. And he, he basically told us that, th- that Soul is a body swap film and basically talked us out of ever enjoying Soul again. <laughs> because oh. one, because once you know that it's basically Freaky Friday but dressed up with a few emotions, it starts to lose some of the weight. I mean, oh no! It that's 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 a load of rubbish. <laughs> that is a load of it's rubbish. It's Freaky Friday. It's literally no, a body it's swap not. film. It's so not needed. Now I know it's a body swap film. I've been talked out of thinking that film is also oh, a masterpiece. Come on, it's a body swap. It may be a body swap film, but it's a body swap film with a lot of heart and a lot. Just it, brought, it brings. I've probably seen it twice. It brought, it brought me to tears both times, and I had the the privilege of seeing it in a cinema as well, which I think. I get yeah, to. I'm I'm pretty jealous about that. I, I was kind of <laughs> hoping that it was going to have some release, and obviously. The old pandemic happened so yeah <laughs> um i would say that it would be higher up the list it would be above the meg but our guest on last week's show was adamant that the meg is the best <laughs> film of all time oh my god <laughs> had to have some compromise on that um and happy uh, happy death day is probably down to me because i adore that movie more than most i just have so much fun with it um and so yeah soul is number seven um, but if you come on the show again, uh, Cameron, feel free I'd to move to. that up the list. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna move, I've got a lot of decisions to make here, and I feel like I can <laughs> fix your list. Don't worry, guys. So Gemini Man is three places away from Soul. <laughs> Just to give that some brevity. Oh, we need to reassess that. What? I didn't think of it like that. No, but it, it's. I think it all comes down to Ready Player One. 
Um, I think Ready Player One is definitely um, too high up the list up there in um, in eleventh, uh, and First Man should be, uh, you know, above Gemini Man, but definitely above Ready Player One. Yeah, and that's going to be your issue going forward. Is people who love <laughs> First Man just going to have to accept the fact that it's there now, and it's going to have to just stay at the bottom of the pile for like the rest of the time because everyone's going to be like, "Well, I love First Man, but it's so low down that you can't ha- not have it at number like room." Because I think First Man and Room maybe not over it, but like they should be close to each other. I feel, and it's just very, <laughs> it's just, it's just very strange. So uh, and I, I would. Um... Definitely like to remind everyone watching and yourself, Cameron, as you know, as I said earlier in the show, the first man is where it is and ready player one is where it is because of Callum. So thank you everyone for watching today's <laughs> Don't forget, Bradley, we round off this show by asking our guests, is this a sustainable idea for a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. It definitely is. It's I love this. I love this format. It's a great format. Okay. This is yeah. It's becoming so stressful, though. It's becoming stressful. Oh, yes. But the stress is so much fun. That's the, that's the fun part. So yeah. we're, we're, we're only five episodes in, I think. And the, the, can you imagine what it's going to look like in another five episodes? It's going to oh, be it's... so mad. We're going to have to get a big graphic or two pages. One of the two. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> one gigantic page. I do. I, I haven't thought of it yet. Well, I, I didn't really think we'd get to five episodes, but here we are. <laughs> But yeah, and but we definitely do want to hear what everyone else is thinking at home watching this. Are you Team Callum, i.e., have bad taste in film, or are you Team Brad and Cameron when it comes to the list <laughs> uh, that we have? Uh, thank you for watching. Please do like and subscribe and do that stuff because we do love this format and we want to hear your guys' opinions. Um, I've been Brad. With me has been Callum and Cameron. Where can people find you? What are you up to? I am doing nothing at the moment. <laughs> I have a um, podcast I do sometimes uh, called 35 Minute Movies uh, with my friend Awais, but currently there's no movies really in the cinemas to talk about, so we're we're looking at pivoting into becoming a Vin Diesel fan podcast. So um, yeah, just <laughs> the clear Unique. movement there. So uh, yeah, we're, maybe that'll be a thing coming soon, who knows? So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I'm at Camzo OG on Twitter if you want to find out what, I'm, what I end up doing in the future. <laughs> The Pacifier is a great film. I'd love to hear you talk about that. I mean, now I'm kind of setting myself into this podcast. <laughs> come and talk about it. When we get to The Pacifier, you can come and talk about it. <laughs> well, Cameron, thank you very much for um, for joining us. We've had great fun. And thank you all for watching. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>